That's what commitment is. That's what permanence is. That's what allows love to flourish. As when you're committed to someone, you know it's a permanent relationship and you're in it through thick and thin. That, you know, when you started dating and got married, you did that because you enjoyed being together. Right. And you did things together. So why sometimes when people get married, do they then begin to do things separately? I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living, and we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast with my dear wife, Jerry, here that I drug in. I always say that when we did the radio show, too. I yeah. drag her in. He does today. drag me. I do drag her in. But I like <laughs> doing shows with you, so I like you being here. And I'm one, actually, the thing, so my wife has a lot of good things to say. I'm one of those guys, I, I encourage her to say, I'd love to see her say stuff on Facebook, because I know you would say positive things. Uh-huh. And I think that you have a lot to offer. And so I'm always trying to encourage I'm you. I'm just not a big communicator, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she's not She's not a, a person that uh, desires to be in that limelight. No, I don't or, care. You know, have, but she I don't does need have attention. A, she has a lot of good things to say. So I do like, you know, to bring you into the show because you do make a lot of wonderful points. And I'm sure that our audience would agree with that. I hope so. I would, well, Mark's the audience and Mark says yes. Mark, Mark here is our producer and he says yes, absolutely. So anyway, here we are and uh, we're doing this podcast and we did one on marriage just recently, a few days back, and that was on communication. So, right. and that was, hey, you know, we need, we need to have great communication in marriage and we need to keep it positive and speak the truth yep. and love. We need to listen. And we talked about that. And now we're talking about staying in love. You know, how does a person really stay in love? Because it's one thing to get married. I mean, our daughter just got married. Yep, and boy, did. they're, they're wow. Yeah, they, they've married a couple of months now. They're like three months almost. Yeah. Three months. They love to do stuff together. They do, it's man. Yeah. They, they, those guys are always holding hands. They love to do, you see them every weekend together. They mm-hmm. fish together. They hike together. They run together. They yep. they Netflix binge together. Whatever <laughs> they're doing, they get up and have coffee together. I mean, they whatever they do, they're doing yeah, it together. Yeah, at like four in the morning. <laughs> but that's a great thing. I know. <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great thing. And so I think I'm very happy uh, with my son-in-law, Tony, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy with the way he treats our daughter. Yep. So I think it's, it's awesome. But, you know, being in love when you first start out and being in love 20 years down the road or two years down the road, I mean, that's not that's not the same thing. And I think it takes a certain uh, level of commitment, and that's the first yep. thing we're going to talk about. you got to be committed to the person that you're married to, to the person that you love. And in Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. And the first thing you see there is that love is unconditional. And it's warts and all, it's idiosyncrasies, and everyone has idiosyncrasies. Everyone has yeah, like little things mm-hmm. that annoy the other person. It's true. I mean, we right. all have those little things that are just innate within us. Sometimes we can't even see it. Right. You know, but it can really be annoying to someone else. <laughs> well, you have idiosyncrasies. I'll, I'll give one that's not annoying. Yeah. Okay. This is this is totally not annoying. I think it's sweet. You sing all the time. I know, and I don't even realize that I do. You sing. I was. I doing sing a, to the cat. <laughs> I was videotaping. I was actually videotaping all the planters that we had just planted. And I'm going through the porch, and I'm like, "There she is. She's singing away. She sings all the time. She works and she sings. She's in the house. She could be running a vacuum cleaner and singing. She just sings all the time." 
that funny. And I don't even realize it. That, well, so I'm you saying, say it. Yeah. That's an idiosyncrasy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just a, a quirk about you. You sing, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's certainly not irritating. Thankfully. But it could be to someone. You know, somebody else might find that very annoying. Yeah, but I can't hear that well. So, yeah. you know <laughs> what I'm saying? It. So, yeah, that's probably it. I really just once in a while it registers that you're singing. Sounds I don't great. hear that well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like crickets outside. Hey, the crickets are chirping. Are they? I don't hear them. No, I can hear you singing, though. I, I think it is nice. I leave cupboard doors open. I used to. That yeah. wasn't so nice. I mean, it's not that it's unnice. It's just It's kind of funny, really. You know, when you look at it, I went in one day and... Like, almost all the cabinets were open. Like, doors were hanging open. So I walked into the living room. I'm like, hey, come in the kitchen for a minute. <laughs> he walks in, and it's like, whoa. Look like a poltergeist. Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, it, because it, it did look like a poltergeist. It did. It looked like the movie. It looked like the real movie poltergeist. Just like no every, chairs on the table. Every door was open <laughs> in all the cupboards. And so that was probably my last day of it, because once I saw the visual effect of it, I'm like, huh. Yeah, they're open. They're really open. I do that. I do do that. I, I do like what Gary Chapman said when he was here at church one time speaking. Mm-hmm. He said his wife had an idiosyncrasy of always leaving the drawers open. Yep. And he finally quit talking about it. You know, after, you know, years and years of saying stuff about it, he decided, might as well just close he the drawers. shuts the drawers. Because it's never yeah. going to change. You said enough that I did change, actually. But yeah. maybe they won't. But it's for better yeah. or for worse. Go ahead and read that sonnet, by the way, because it's your favorite. All right, this is my favorite Shakespearean sonnet. Sonnet 116. Let... Me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ nor no man ever loved. Yeah, that's a great one. I, I like it because it says that it does not alter when an alteration it finds. So when you find something that's, huh, that's an imperfection. That's right. something that I don't like. My love's not going to alter when I find an alteration. It's not going to move. Right. And even it, it talks there, even as you're getting older, you're still going to love because you're not going to, your love's not going to alter with its brief hours and weeks. In other words, with the quickly, the quick passage of time, mm-hmm. but love bears it out even to the edge of doom. <laughs> and I, I like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's great because, you know, it looks on tempest. I mean, it looks on the hard times, the storms of life, and it doesn't shake the love. You go through it together. And so many times, you know, we do face things in life together and just having that bond together helps it helps facing it easier. True. And love is unselfish too. I mean, it's unconditional. When you look at what love is, you got to be committed. So we're talking about Mm -hmm. staying in love. It takes commitment. The love's got to be unconditional and it's got to be unselfish. And there are things that there are times where you do things just to do it with them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really, it's not always about what you want to do. It's just, you're going to go and do it yeah, with, just to them. Be with them. Right. Yeah, true. And I, I do want to say, I mean, we're going to talk about companionship in a few minutes while I'm thinking about it. I don't think that doing stuff together, being together means you have to do everything together. I mean, I run, you don't want to run and that's no. fine. You're not a workout person. You don't like to get out on that trail. I like to get out there and that's mm-hmm. fine. There are other things I don't mind doing alone. I don't mind being by myself. I mean, it's great right. by me, but I wouldn't want to always be alone. You know, right. I, I like doing stuff together too. Well, I go with you like when you take photos, right? Taking photos, not my thing, but I'm happy to go and be with you. 
Right. And, and that's an unselfish thing. Mm-hmm. And there are sometimes where there are people, they just won't move for that other person. I mean, right. they will not, they know they're, let's say, you know, your spouse is super into the drag racing, or, you know, your spouse is super into softball, whatever it is, and you will never go and support them. That to me, that's kind of telling, like, why wouldn't you ever go to support them? I, I don't know that, like, my job is to do weddings and funerals. It's not your job. Right. I don't know if you've ever missed a wedding. No, never. You may have missed one funeral in my whole, maybe two, in my whole career. I mean, we're right. talking almost 30 years and of most being people we don't even know. a senior pastor. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. hardly ever time you haven't been with me. So, and of course, you know, you're working at home. Yeah, I work from so home, you have, so it's you know, a little, Yeah, you're yeah. flexible in your schedule. But the fact of the matter is, it's unselfishness. Mm-hmm. And that's what it takes to have a loving relationship. It's true. Right? Yeah. And uh, I think, too, love is permanent because until death do us part. It says in the Bible, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And in Genesis 2.24, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and he's united to his wife and they will become one flesh. And they're United to his wife, and that, that's like uh, welded together. Mm-hmm. Like it's a bond that can't be dissolved or separated. And it's thinking, like to me, it's mentality. You've got to think this way. Like, no, no, you're my person, you're you're my wife, and it, it doesn't matter how many other women are, there are out there. It doesn't matter how many other beautiful women there are out there. It doesn't matter how it does, that, none of that matters. Like you're my wife. Right. That's what commitment is. That's what permanence is. That's what allows love to flourish. As when you're committed to someone, you know it's a permanent relationship and you're in it through thick and thin. I think, too, when you think of your relationship as permanent as it should be, it forces you to work on the issues that you have. Right. Because divorce isn't an option or an escape or just because, you know, they people say they grow out of love or whatever it is. When you know you're going to be together for the rest of your life, you want to be happy. Right. So you want to work on the things. And if there's an issue that you have between you, then, you know, come together and say, well, what can we do to make this better? Or where can someone maybe give a little leeway to enable it to move forward? No, I would agree. Giving some leeway, being unselfish. You got to think of other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Uh, any friendship, any any loving relationship, you have got to be an unselfish human being. Oh, if you, true. And I try to think about it too. You know, even on social media, I can't just be about you looking at my stuff, but I'm not looking to look at your stuff. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, I want to see if you looked at my stuff. Well, am I looking at your stuff? You know what I mean? You got to yeah. be, it's got to be give and take in any relationship there is, whether it's social media, it's real relationship. Mm-hmm. You've got to be in communication and, and things like that. So that's one point. You got to yep. be committed. That's staying in love. Uh, two, you got to be together because marriage is about companionship. In Genesis 2.18, the Lord God said, it's not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. And not good for a man to be alone. I'm going to make somebody fit for him, someone exact. And helper, by the way, is used of God, so it's not an inferior term. Right. You know, it means you're, like, God is our also called our helper. We need help. And I know as a man, I need help for sure. And you believe that your spouse fits you, and they're, like, you're strong in areas where I'm not strong. I'm strong in areas where you're not strong. That's mm-hmm. why we're a team. Right. And I see that all the time in couples, by the way. And so the Lord God puts us together, but it's not good for a man to be alone. So... I'm your whole purpose in some ways in being made is to be my companion. If I don't allow you to make, to be my companion, because mm-hmm. I'm always off with my friends, you're going to be a very frustrated person. Oh, sure. And it will make you grow apart. Right. I mean, I've seen that with couples where they get married, but then every weekend she's at her mom's and he's at his mom's and they're not spending time together. Right. And it's like, how do you build your relationship together if you're not, together <laughs> right yeah you've got to spend time together i mean you've got to be companions because companionship is important and, and by the way i i can't think of a guy that i've heard complain about this 
Mm-hmm. Like typically I don't hear guys complaining off. Oh, she's always here and there. I hear women complain about this all the time. Yeah. He doesn't pay attention to me. He takes on second jobs. He's always playing softball. He's always fishing. He's always hunting. He's always doing something else other than talking to me. Yeah, never they crave that relationship. They crave that companionship. We have to be able to provide that uh, to mm-hmm. each other. I, and I think it's a positive thing because to me, that's what makes marriage tick. Yeah. It's the with factor. Mm-hmm. It's having someone to be with and do things with, and you have to think that way. Like, I think of what can we do right. together? I've never been one to think, well, what can I do by myself? I've always thought of, no, what are the things everyone can do? Right. What are the, if my, our family can do? What are the things you and I can do? So there has to be compatibility. Well, I think that, you know, when you started dating and got married, you did that because you enjoyed being together. Right. And you did things together. So why sometimes when people get married, do they then begin to do things separately? You know, you would, you want to keep it where it's growing in togetherness rather than. Well, and apart. even if you had a dating relationship where you're always apart, when it comes to marriage, you got to get it together. I mean, yep. that's just a fact. So what are your favorite things to do together? Like what kind of things do you like to do together? Well, I like hiking a lot. Okay. I that's like good. Do that. That's a good one. I love picking. Like we, we buy and sell stuff. Right. So I, if, I mean, you know, if we're in like some old dirty attic. It is unbelievable. <laughs> Seriously. I'll dig through anything. She yeah. will. I mean, even we were just driving down the road yesterday and uh, we're driving down the road. It's all signed for a moving sale. And they said there was stuff upstairs in the barn. And I'm thinking, no, I don't think I want to know. I'm up there. I'm getting to that point where <laughs> I'm kind of t- tired of touching all that dirty stuff all the time. Not you. You're right up the stairs picking through it. You're calling to me from upstairs. Hey, come check this out. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. But I mean, we've done a lot, obviously. I mean, we've yeah. done, we've been in Cleveland. I mean, I can't count the number of times we've been in the Cleveland area picking yeah. antiques and collectibles. So, and we've been doing it for 35 years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, ever since we were first married, we were Treasure out there. Treasure hunting. Sale. Treasure hunting, yeah. Yep. I mean, it could be being a foodie, working out, sports, mm-hmm. shopping. Hey, that's your thing. Uh, movies, hiking, hanging out, exploration. Those are things, some of the things that I wrote down. But I also got a list. And here's one list. This is just one list. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Plan a date night was one thing. That's good, mm-hmm. right? Uh, exercise together. Just say no. Cook, <laughs> cook, cook together. Redecorate together. Dance together. Blog together. Read a book together. That sounds really boring. Um, <laughs> Not any of that. All right. Hey, listen, it's not about you. It's about the whole audience here. Uh, relax together, do a hobby together, play games together, watch TV and movies together, I review like your life I together, like get away together. That's one list. Yeah, like vacation. All right, what did you like on that list? It's yeah. right in front of you. Well, you see that I like relaxing, hanging out, watching a movie for sure. Um, I like playing games. You're not right. a huge game person, but I do. I love Scrabble. and. I have another stuff. list. Okay, is okay. this your list? <laughs> not my list. Well, <laughs> well I'm reading it because I like the list. Okay, uh, Go on a bike ride. Cook your favorite takeout meal. That could be fun. That could be a fun thing. We've done soup together. Get your favorite takeout meal. Well, do that too. A, a concert. Go to a concert. Come like on. That. That's a yeah, fun that's a thing. Good one. Come yeah, on. That's, that's good. a good one. Um, do it yourself. Something where you live. Like do a project. We just did Raised oh, Bed yeah. Gardens. Yeah, yeah. Right? I that like was good. That. I like doing projects. Um, go to the local chocolate shop. I like that. Explore a neighborhood in your city you've never seen before. I like that. We like to explore. Picking, mm-hmm. right? And say, yep. See a play, which is not We've something we do that. all the time. Have sex. We do that. <laughs> <laughs> Confessions. Absolutely. I, I, I personally, I'm surprised it's eight on the list. I thought it should be one, but hey, it's on the list. Uh, go on a picnic. 
And by the way, I mean, talking about intimacy, there are couples sometimes I talk about don't have intimacy. Yeah, don't never think important. that's normal. That's not normal. Yeah. Okay. That's there's a problem if that's not going on, right? Uh, picnics, uh, gymming, uh, watching stuff, going to a museum, uh, taking a painting class. Okay, if that's your thing, amusement park, making cupcakes. Nope. <laughs> Who made this list? The only reason I'm reading this because number eight, have sex. That was the only reason I haven't picked this list. Um. Play Boggle. <laughs> or, I like Boggle. Okay, like or read to each other. Uh, nope. If it's the Bible, come well, on. Bible yeah, right. Do that, yeah. uh, same book, talk about it. Uh, binge listen serial, which we have we done did, that. Yeah, we did do that. that. Yeah. Uh, give each other a hand massage. Nope. That's just weird. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just reading the list. I didn't make it up. All right. I'm not going to read that one because I wouldn't encourage that behavior. Uh, make a bucket list of things you want to do together. Which would be good. We like we, we want to go to Iceland. Iceland yep. Right. Mm -hmm. um, TripAdvisor reviews for. I never go Yelp everything. I'm going to tell you right now. Before you walk in the door of a restaurant, get get your Yelp app and look yeah, at it. I found great. the coolest restaurants when I'm traveling across different places that everyone loves because of Yelp. It's not me. It's yeah, I just Yelp. Found it. Great places to eat. That's right. So put your phone in airplane mode the entire day and spend it together. <laughs> Airplane mode. Goodbye. When we're hiking, we do that so we don't run our batteries. Goodbye, Les. Put my phone in airplane mode. That's a lie. How about put your phone in the car? How about, no, I, I'm just kidding. By the way, I do agree. That would not be a bad thing. Yeah. Put your phone in airplane mode for the whole day and ignore it and spend time with them. I would be okay with that. Okay, I we'll ignore my phone all the time, so that's easy for me. Yeah, I know, especially when I'm texting. Okay, <laughs> uh, point three, be fun. I think is uh, Ecclesiastes 9.9, one of my favorite things. Enjoy life with your wife, whom you love. All the days of this meaningless, meaningless life that God has given you under the sun, all your meaningless days, for this is your lot in life, and in your toilsome labor under the sun. So life's hard and all that, but enjoy life with your wife, whom you love, as opposed to the one you don't love. <laughs> So I guess <laughs> just one what? wife. You only get one wife. Okay. Yeah. And you're supposed to love her and you're supposed to enjoy life with her. And so I look at that and say, that's, that's like my, one of my favorite verses in the Bible mm -hmm. right there about life. And I love Ecclesiastes, my favorite book in the Bible. And not that it has all kinds of salvation verses. So obviously I like the book of John and right. I, yeah. I like people to know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins, but I also like them to know that you're supposed to enjoy life. Yep. You're supposed to have fun. It's not all about work and business. No. And I think too, I mean, work, but even some of the work things we do, we enjoy. Like right. we love going out and doing our gardening. And I even like pulling weeds in the flower beds. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that, that we do together, but you can enjoy it just because how great it looks when you're done. Well, I don't mind you pulling weeds because at least you don't pull the flowers. I don't so, I mean, that, that yeah. you, you definitely know the difference. Even, you even know the difference between boltonia and grass. And when they're coming up, that's a tough yeah. one to tell the difference. If I'm not sure, I leave it and ask when you get home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I will get that question. Is that a weed? Uh, yes, that is a weed. Tear it out or no, it's not. I think, uh, too, laugh at little things that happen. Um, we, we will spontaneously at times get in the car. If it, There's a good a lot of clouds out there, and it looks like it's going to be a killer sunset, and we have time. We'll go up to Lake Erie. That's 20 minutes away easy. Yeah, just to see Just to see it. it. Yep, it's beautiful. And photograph it. And when it's wavy, just to go there because it's fun. You know why I do it? Because it's fun. And I go on hiking to places I've never been before, and I see rock formations and cliffs and rivers because it's fun. That's why I do it. Yeah, just enjoying the things in life. I mean, there's so much out there to do. And sometimes I think people bury themselves in their homes or are buried in work and don't ever get outside the four walls of your home to really see what's out there. And I've talked right. to so many people in our own county that don't even know what's in the county to do. And there's so much fun stuff and so many beautiful things. Right. I always love hearing yeah. things like this. Wow, I, 
I saw the picture of the lighthouse. I didn't even know we have a lighthouse. And I'm thinking, you've lived here your whole life? You didn't know there was a lighthouse out in the harbor? But I don't mind being a photographer to bring you things you won't see. Mm -hmm. And actually, I always love it if we put something, a place where we've been, like, let's say Thompson Ledges. And so we put it up there, and then a family goes to see it and then tags me in the post. Yeah, it's great. That makes me feel good. Well, even, Uh, you know, great things, kayaking. I mean, there's so much fun stuff that we've done that kind of gets you out and see new things that you've never seen. Absolutely. Before. Harbor Harbor Yak is opening up. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. this this weekend, awesome. uh so yeah, Brandon and Alexa, so that'll be I'll be out there. I'll be yep, out there with those guys sure. soon. We have we bought kayaks last year used. Mm-hmm. I took them out, I don't know, four times anyway. Got them towards yeah. the end of the season. I'm looking forward to getting them out this year. A lot of fun. Uh, why that's the key word. It's fun. Your relationship has to have fun together. So, how do you stay in love? You got to be committed. You got to be together and you got to be fun. And if you'll do those things, you're going to be just fine. We appreciate you tuning into the podcast. Hope that you have a blessed and awesome week.